every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. in the heart of the Doncaster defence. Pings a lovely ball out to Vilka, who goes first time on the volley, and that one needed blocking away from Jokel Andresen. No, oh, that's a lovely ball looking for Wes McDonald. Ball coming in on the box, McDonald, great chance. And it's a great save, one-on-one by Dahlberg. I think he's got to score that for me. Uh, fantastic little bit of quality there, the reverse ball through to Wes, and he's either one got to chip the keeper maybe just sit him down and give him a little little dink or he's got to either put it under him which I think he tried to do and the keeper's done well to be fair to him to come out and spread himself big but I think that's a huge opportunity missed for Stephen Robertson's side. Yeah Wes, Wes just went for the side foot didn't he rather than putting his laces through it and absolutely giving it a blast towards the back of the net. Good stop by Dahlberg but we perhaps should have made more of that and delicious ball from Nahua. Second phase perhaps picked up again by Wotton and then Cooney over on this right-hand side, but the cross doesn't beat the first man. Headed away once more. Only as far as McLaughlin, who lets fly. Well, that was a good effort, you know. That was goal-bound. And low down to his right-hand side, Pontius Dahlberg just about gets the job done. Good you know, effort. I thought it was nestling that. Wow. It came through a lot of bodies as well, so you've got to give a lot of credit to the goalkeeper there to actually pull off the save. Decent stop low down to his right-hand side. The second good save of the afternoon by the Doncaster keeper, Pontius Dahlberg. Shrimps have a free kick taken as a floating on by McCalmont, and we couldn't get it under our spell there, and could that be a penalty, how, perhaps? How is that not a penalty? It's a goal kick. Well, hands on, oh heads all God, round now. Hands on, heads all round, because the ball just broke loose. I think it was Greg Lee, and we've only seen it once, but from here, he looks like he was taken down by the keeper, Dahlberg, and referee says goal kick. What about that one? That is the definition of an absolute stonewall penalty. Greg Lee rounds the goalkeeper. Wow. He's just about to put the ball into the back of the net. Dahlberg brings him down, which could have been a red card offence anyway, but it is an absolute stonewall penalty here. One major talking point, and that is the potential penalty not given for uh, the foul on Greg Lee. We've looked at it, we've managed to have a look at the replay during the half-time break, and it was the, the absolute definition of a stonewall penalty, that, and that's not just us being biased towards Morecambe, it was a foul. No, uh, the, the Doncaster RFC play here on a Sunday, and I think they've just called Pontlachalbert up for <laughs> that kind of that rugby tackle that ensued in the uh, the Southstown penalty area to our right-hand side. Yeah, it's a horrendous decision by the referee, he's got it completely wrong, I don't know. I think everybody in the ground was just expecting the whistle to go, and the only person that wasn't convinced was him. And obviously he is the most important person, but wow, uh, horrendous. It's such a, a stonewall penalty. McDonald into the face of Stockton, he's got a yard of space here. Stockton pulls the trigger, oh my goodness me, there was a Morgan player in his way. And Nahua in the box, twists and turns, gets a shot away left-footed. It's deflected over the bar for a corner, but we are now well and truly knocking on the door. Goes sideways to Phillips, who can't quite get it into the feet of Arthur Nahua. And Doncaster have got a four-on-four break here if they play the right ball. Down this left-hand side they go. Cross comes in and good defending there from Phillips. In fairness to Adam, he tracked his man back. He lost possession from the sloppy pass. He tracked his man all the way back and concedes a corner. Defending to do. From this corner, it's swung in. Heads go up. It's in the back of the net. In fact, it might be Tommy Rowe, actually, who's got the final header there. 
corner came in and the deadlock is broken with 10 minutes to go here at the Kingmo Stadium. And for all of Morecambe's bright play in the second half here, we have been undone again from a set piece. Stephen Robinson is going to be furious. It's Doncaster Rovers 1, Morecambe 0. Yeah, he, he said it at the start of the half, didn't we? We just had a feeling it would probably come back to haunt us. That penalty decision just before the break, and yeah, we just can't get set pieces right at the moment, can we, for whatever reason? But yeah, Tommy Rowe just darts in from the back post, gets across his man, and, and, and flips ahead and right to the top right hand corner of Jokel Anderson's net, and yeah, 1 0 down. And it's another set piece, Ryan, another set play that we didn't pick our men up from. It's up in the air by Wharton and then flicked up and over by. Adam Phillips and Cole Stockton's in here. Stockton, oh, that's a fantastic save. That was the opportunity to get a point that we needed. Stockton did really well to get the ball under his spell. It was heading for the bottom corner and Pontius Dahlberg tips it round the post. There you go. Just a massive relief for the home side. As the referee brings proceedings to a close end here at the Keepmo Stadium for all of Morecambe's endeavour, for all of our hard work. We have succumbed to a defeat here in League One. A huge talking point though on 42 minutes. Just before half-time, Greg Lee took it round the keeper. It looked for all the world that it was going to be a penalty as the keeper looked to have hauled the Morecambe left-back down, but nothing was given. And we said at the time whether that was going to be costly or not. It's proven to be the case. The winner, nine minutes from time, a corner whipped in from the left-hand side, and it was a free header at the back post, and Tommy Rowe nodded it in to give Doncaster Rovers their first three points of the season here in League One. It's the fourth League One defeat in five games for Stephen Robinson's men. Here at the Keepmo Stadium in League One, it's finished. Doncaster Rovers 1, Morecambe 0. Alison, I didn't think we were in any kind of danger at all. Um, you know, I thought we were in control. I don't think they created a chance Jockel didn't have a save to make. So, you know, we're, I'd have been disappointed with a 0-0 draw, never mind to come away and lose. Um, we can look at many situations in the game, but we concede another set play. So, you know, the reality is, if we don't defend set plays, we'll be in a relegation scrap. If we do, I mean, both ends, we don't get enough contacts on the ball, attack, and we don't get enough contacts on the ball in a defensive area. So, we can blame everybody else and blame referees and, and all that, but we're in control of defending set plays. You get a simple job to do, and you don't do it, and that's two games in a row. And you can work on it as much as you want. People have to want to do that. They have to have the desire and the I could use a better word, but I won't on camera. But it's it's a, it's as simple as that. We're very good in open play defensively. We don't concede goals in open play. But when you get a set play against us, we, we fear because we, we need men that take responsibility in them areas of the pitch. And you can work on it for the next three weeks. But when it comes to that situation, you have to go and head the ball. Simple. Your man doesn't score. The other talking point was a penalty, which looked a clear penalty in the first half that you weren't given that would surely have seen the goalkeeper sent off as well. The decision probably changes the game. I'm, isn't let me make this very, very clear. This isn't an excuse. Um, we come out with a nil-nil there. I'm really disappointed we come out with a nil-nil. But we lose our set play. We're to blame for that. We're simply to blame for that. But the decision not to give the penalty, it's a rugby tackle. He actually has two hands around him, pulls him down. They go 1-0 up just before half-time and the game changes with 10 men. Um, we can't control that. We, we can't control the referee's performance. Hopefully somebody will look at it and make decisions in that way above me. 
when you look at the game overall, some good points again. Just needs to turn, as I say, it set pieces are vital. Yeah, look, we're we're in control of the game. You know, you, you go nil nil and Cole, you know, it's a great save from their goalkeeper at the end. But you know, yeah, that's what you do. You come away from home. You're dogged. You create chances. When we, you know, with with some good chances, Wes McDonald has a super chance first half one v one. We created all the chances. You know, we let them have the ball in certain areas, but. You know, the reality is that percentages and small percentages stay in this league. Set plays are going to be massive. And if we can rectify that, and that's desire. It's simply desire. It's not talent. It's not coaching. It's not organisation. You need to have the desire to go and head the ball. And if you don't do that, you'll lose goals, which has been proven. And that's cost us, ultimately, four points. You know, you're drawn nil-nil and drawn three all against Wimbledon. And it's cost us a lot of points. Scott Wooten made his first start today. Your thoughts on him? I thought he was excellent. Um, I thought he was very, very good. Um, he... Obviously played on Tuesday night. I thought he was one of the better performers. And you know, he's a man. That's the type of boys we need in the team from set plays. He doesn't get done in set plays. And he looks like he might get contact on a, on a ball going into the box. So, you know, it's something we have to look at. It's something, again, at Christmas, I recruited very quickly because we had no choice. But a couple more men in the team is, is something definitely that's a, a necessity. You're soon back in action on Tuesday against Crewe. And that's a big game again now, isn't it? Uh, every game's a big game. Listen, we're, we're under no illusions. We are going to have a tough, tough season. It always is going to be like that. You know, we always started this block of five games needing a couple of wins. We still do. That hasn't changed. So I don't get too up and too down. I've said that before. But the reality needs to dawn very quickly that if you're going to be soft from set plays, we're going to struggle. Take the set plays out and we're a match for anybody in this division. Is it a case of people showing leadership in the pitch at these situations? People having a set and getting on with it and, and saying, that's my man, he's not going to score. And you can coach that until the cows come home. But you need men. You know, there's certain players I know won't get done from set plays. There's certain players scare the life out of me. And, you know, if that's the case, maybe they, they have to come out of the team, unfortunately. Um, we're a good side. We've got some very good footballers in the side. But to win games at League One level, you have to have a steely mentality to you as well. And we haven't quite got that. And the flip of that, changing that very quickly, needs to happen. Changing that mentality or personnel needs to happen because so much of the game's very good. Hugely disappointed. Um, you know, if there was anyone looking like winning, it was it was going to be us. We had the better chances. Um, but again, the set piece has undone us. Um, you know, we you know there's no excuses. We've we've got to be better from set pieces. It's got to be a desire to stop your man from from scoring, and ultimately that's what's undone us. I think that's the only chance they really had. I don't think Jock has. Had any, if if anything, has not had many to save. If anything, I can't remember any, you know, great saves that he's had to make. So, um, you know, we've had a, we've had some good chances. Maybe just a bit bit more clinical, and we, we maybe go on to win, go on and win the game easily. But no excuses. At the end of the day, we've lost the game, and we're hugely disappointed. The manager we just spoke to before, he mentioned desire to win these balls at set pieces. You've mentioned the same word, desire, there as well. Yeah, that's that's all it is. It's. It's just you against your man and who wants to come up on top and win the ball, that's all it is. But listen, you're going to lose your man from times to set pieces or your man's going to get the, you know, get the jump on you and head the ball. Listen, it's, but like you said, there's got to be a desire to stop your man no matter how, what way you do it. I mean, I had someone marking me in, in the box and all he did was foul me, to be honest with you. He didn't even look at the ball once. All he did was want to stop me from, from getting on the end of it. He's doing it. Maybe he's going the wrong way about it by just looking at me and pulling me down. But at the end of the day, he's doing what he can to stop the ball from going in the net. And you know, maybe we have to start doing that. Maybe we have to stop being so nice and defending set pieces properly. And by saying that, I mean we're trying to defend and not give away penalties or give the ref any excuses. Whereas teams that we're playing against are absolutely, you know, grabbing hold of us and pulling us down and all sorts. And referees not doing nothing about it. 
So, yeah, maybe we just uh, a bit more, you know, I don't know what the word is, maybe a bit more nasty and horrible from set pieces we need to be. You mentioned there, players grabbing you, pulling you down. Their goalkeeper surely brought down Greg Lee in the first half. Somehow, no penalty, and it would have been a sending off as well, I'm sure. That must be really annoying. Oh, honestly, it's... Yeah, I'm not one to slate referees because they've got a difficult job as it is, but I was right behind it. And Honestly, if that, if that was in the Six Nations in rugby, it's an unbelievable tackle, but at the end of the you know, we're playing football and he's got two arms wrapped around him because he knows he's made a mistake and Greg has got nipped in front of him and he's about to tap it in an empty net and he's wrapped both arms around him and dragged him down. It's a sending off and a penalty. There's no two ways about it. I'm not even a bit hesitant on that. I'm 100% and I'm sure... If the referee gets a chance to look look at that back, you know, I, I think he's going to be slightly embarrassed that he's got that one wrong. But you know, there's been a few of them this season where decisions have not gone our way. But hopefully, that will even itself out throughout the course of the season. But like you said, hugely annoying and disappointing because it's a totally different game. If, you know, if, the, if that goes in the back of the net and it's a red card. Bit of a sticky run now. As captain, Tuesday at Crew becomes a big game for everyone. Every game is a big game, but. Uh, it's about bringing some leadership to the fore, isn't it, for everyone? Yeah, of course. We've just said it in the dressing room there. You know, we've, we've, we've got to bounce back and bounce back quick. It's it's real fine margins that are from winning the games and from losing the games, and that's what it's been the last few games. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, we, you know, we weren't at our best, and we come out and win the game because we were solid and we, you know, we, we score. An own, well, it's an own goal, really. We score from... And then on the opposite end, we, we conceded set-pieces last week, we conceded set-piece today. And like I said, it's just fine margins. But as you said, everyone's got to stand up now and, and be counted for. No one's going to hide. No one's going to, you know, look to be look look for a way out. It's a very early days in the season, of course it is. But it's important that we try and put it right now as as, as quickly as possible. And that's as a whole squad, not just one, two, three players. Um, whole squad, staff members. Everyone's going to be doing everything they can to put it right. Anthony, thanks very much. Cheers. Thank you. And as a defensive unit, Anthony. As frustrating as it must be to conceding from from set plays, what what can you do? Is it more training? Is it ten percent more mentally? Is it a combination of a lot of things? What is it? Well, we work quite hard on set pieces. To be fair, you know, you you work as as much as you can do. You know, you, we don't leave any stone unturned in training. Like I said earlier, it's just desire to get your head on the end of the ball. Listen, it's it's you against your man at the end of the day, and if if he's got more desire than you to get your head on the end of it, more times than not, he's gonna he's gonna get on the end of it. So. Just a bit of desire, and like you said, maybe that you know two, three, four percent more of that just you know mental side of it, and thinking I'm not going to let my man score. And you know, nine times out of ten, you 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 win your battle. But like I said, no, just got to go again. And you've had a few central defensive partners already this season with Sam Lavelle and, and Ryan Delaney, and and now Scott Wooden. How, how do you think Scott did today on his uh, on his full league debut? Yeah, Scott done well. Listen, I've had I had no danger that was Scott would come in and have a good game because he's. You know, vastly experienced lad. He's 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 had a great upbringing of football. Obviously, coming from Manchester United, um, he's had a good career. He's played for some 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 really good clubs. So, no, I had no questions at all about him coming into the side. Even though he's come into this, the squad late enough and was ca- playing catch up at the start with his fitness and stuff, and needed match fitness, and he got a game during the week against uh, in the in the in the Papa John's Trophy. He got a game, and that really stood him in good stead. But I had no. No questions of him coming straight into the side today and doing a good job. What he did, I thought he was, I thought he was really good today. And as club captain, Anthony, finally, I suppose it's a badge that you wear with great pride, and, and you're going to want to be putting things right sooner rather than later, and, and showing that leadership. Of course, not just me. Everyone in the squad, you know, it can't just come from one person. It's got to come from everyone. But 
obviously me as you know captain and you know too much can be put on the term captain everyone's got to step up and everyone's got to do it but obviously I've got to tag as, as club captain and I'll be doing my utmost to pick everyone up and drive everyone because at the end of the day it's a collective effort it's not just one or two players it's it's a whole group and it's a whole group that's going to do well for the season and if one two three or four are you know not at it then it's you know it's going to be a, a totally different season but us as individuals we've got to drive each other on and train and drive each other on in games and hopefully things will turn around pretty quickly Appreciate your time, Anthony. Thanks very much. Cheers, thank Cheers. you. Hello and welcome to the Shrimps Verdict podcast here at the Keep Moat Stadium. The fourth defeat in five League One games for the Shrimps. It finished Doncaster Rovers 1, Morecambe nil. Two major talking points surrounding the game. The penalty not given on Greg Lee just before half-time. And then we conceded another goal, another goal to a set piece. Nine minutes from time, Tommy Rowe nodding it in at the back post to give Doncaster their first league win of the season. Hello from Dave Salmon. Thank you as ever for your ears. We always appreciate it. Joined with uh, Matt Smith from the uh, Shrimps Media Team. Now, Matt, you weren't on commentary with us this afternoon because we had uh, uh, Mr Ryan Daly on duties, but uh, you've been sitting next to us watching the game. What are your initial thoughts on uh, what you've just seen? I think the overriding feelings, disappointment, isn't it? Um just I don't know I, I don't think they deserved the win um, but that said we didn't really create that many chances to win the game I think decisions have cost us you know um, f- well first of all Wes McDonald gets into a great position doesn't he and uh, it was a good save from the keeper he's come out made himself big and, and cleared the danger um, and then as we all know just before half time it's 100% a penalty it has to be I've not seen it back but I don't feel like I need to <laughs> you know it was um, you could see the keeper with his arms wrapped around yeah. Uh, Greg Lee and I'm not being funny you're doing that in the penalty area you're just asking for a penalty so mm. absolutely baffling and, and if that's given obviously we've still got to score it but you know we do that and um, and it, it's a completely different game so yeah really disappointing um, that we lose the game today um, yeah don't know quite what to say <laughs> to me the two overriding emotions firstly are Disappointment that we've we, we've conceded again from a set play, and I think that's what's going to be more disappointing than anything from Stephen Robinson's point of view is we simply left a man unmarked with a free header from a corner, and at League One level, you just can't do that. No, no, uh, like you say, um, I imagine Stephen Robinson will be absolutely fuming um, because it's not like it's new. We, we did it too many times against AFC Wimbledon, and it's it's cost us again. Um, which is, is massively disappointing, you know. Um, be interesting to see the goal back because uh, I don't know if it was a clean header from the lad. You, you know, there were certain people around us saying that it could well have, um, you know, been knocked on from their captain and come off the lad's uh, shoulder. Um, so if that's the case, then you know they've got a little piece of luck, I suppose. But overwhelmingly, like you say, we should be defending it better. And at League One level, you get the the punishment if you like that you perhaps at League 2 level don't get on another day we're playing a League 2 team perhaps that header goes over the bar perhaps one of the great saves that their keeper makes he doesn't make and, and that's the difference isn't it between League 1 and League 2 and, and at League 1 level as opposed to League 2 with no chances of perhaps going to be at a premium we've got to score when we get those really clear-cut, presentable opportunities. Yeah, and like I touched on, you know, Wes McDonald's effort um, in the first half was a, a massive chance. And like you say, at League Two level, maybe the keeper doesn't save it, but he does, we get on with it. And even right at the death, you know, the ball falls to Cole Stockton in a fantastic position. And it looked like we were going to snatch a point at the death. And, and their keeper 
full full credit to him pulls off an absolute worldie of a save so yeah um, disappointing not to have taken the chances that we had I thought we carved out an, uh, enough chances to, to get something out of the game but it wasn't to be was it with that chance from Cole at the end I, I didn't think he caught it properly he did really well to bundle his way in as we know that Cole does and I think, like you I was expecting the net to bulge it looked like he just shinned it ever so slightly and, and that, that lack of not quite a lack of power but certainly not as powerful as he would have liked it meant that the keeper could make the save as good a save as it was too though. I think it was hard to gauge the gaffer's mood and his post-match reaction there Matt philosophical on one hand but at the same time furious that we've conceded such a sloppy goal again yeah I mean the gaffer knows more than anyone the, the quality that's within his side and he he's seen he sees it all the time in training just how good we are and he's seen it on occasions in games this season you know we've got a very solid team um, so I don't think he'll be too disheartened in that respect because he knows what he's playing with but yeah I think he'll be absolutely he'll be fuming really more than anything to concede from another set piece Um the, you know, we, we like you said, it's it's a case of working on them throughout the week in training, and then it, when it comes to the games, for whatever reason, it's something isn't working. So, from his point of view, it will be a real source of frustration. But like I say, as long as we can nip that in the bud, we do have the quality to, to go on and uh, you know start beating teams that we should be beating. It's that cliche, isn't it, of crossing the white line, and you can do all you can in training. I think that's what the gaffer alluded to, wasn't it? Is it's not for want of of practicing defending set plays in training it's just that we've got to implement that for the 90 minutes but again I think as as we've spoken about for a couple of weeks now there's a big difference between a six foot seven centre forward winning a really skillful header and somebody just being completely unmarked and, and that is that is the unacceptable element of it yeah you know the source of frustration is the fact that we are conceding goals that we, we, we know that we can do better with um, you know we, we're shooting ourselves in the foot we're causing our own problems I mean, other than the goal, it didn't really look like scoring at all. And that's a massive source of frustration. They've very rarely tested Jokl. I mean, he's had one or two shots that he's, he's dealt with quite comfortably. And other than that, he's had quite a quiet afternoon. Yeah. So with that in mind, knowing that we have lost the game by a goal to nil, added to the fact that it has been conceded by another set piece, then, you know, it's bound to cause a load of frustrations. You know, the gaffer obviously wants to get it right. The players want to get it right. So from that point of view... They just need to go again and, and work hard on the training ground and um, you know, uh, hope, hope to bounce back against crew. We heard from Anthony O'Connor as well in post-match and, and again, he was, I think he was at a bit of a loss as to explain why this keeps happening. It, it, it's, it's just one of those, isn't it, really, that all we can do is just work hard on and do our best to try and, try and cut these mistakes out. Yeah, and you can understand his, his viewpoint. You know, If they're working on it in training and it's working in training, then... The confusing thing is why it can't be brought into a match, you know, for whatever reason. We are conceding set pieces, even though, like the gaffers alluded to before and like Anthony's alluded to, you, you, the set pieces that work that they're doing on in training, they're working really hard on it and, and seemingly it must be going well in training. Otherwise, things would be changed by now. So it's something that they need to work on. And uh, I mean, knowing what we know from Stephen Robinson and obviously this team, 
I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, you know improvements in the, in the coming games. Yeah, it's quite pragmatic in that sense, isn't it? Not not just in terms of tweaking the way that we do things, but we know as well he won't be afraid to change the personnel if he feels that that that's what's needed. Yeah, of course, and I mean he needs to because he's he's a he's a football manager at the end of the day. So if anyone is to make those kind of decisions, it's him. Um, that's the beauty of the strength and depth that he has at his disposal, and it's it's up to the lads as well to you know start performing from these set pieces. And, and if not, then they'll pay the price and lose the place in the team. So it's quite ruthless in that respect, but that's football, isn't it? So like we say, we need to start seeing some changes in terms of defending set pieces. If not, we may well see some changes in terms of personnel. Things can all change, can't they, on, on, on the turn of a decision, the blink of an eye, a flag not going up, a whistle going. And We're not just saying this because we are involved with Morecambe Football Club. At any level... Greg Lee was rugby tackled, wasn't he? And, and those are the basic decisions, regardless of switching off from set plays and regardless of the penalty not being given, we should have still have got a nil-nil draw at the very least. Of course we should. But on those key decisions, they don't help our cause either, do they? And, and for me, that was the, I think I described it in commentary, as the stoniest of stonewall penalties I've ever seen. And, and, and looking it back on the pitches and the replay, it definitely was. Yeah, 100%. You know, First of all, it's worth saying that... Uh, you know, it goes without saying that the referees have a very difficult job to do at any level. It's, uh, to, to get every decision right is it's impossible and they can't be expected to. But it's very, very easy to feel so aggrieved when it, when, when it goes against you. And that's exactly what happened. Like you say, I mean, we all saw it from where we were. The, the keeper's got his arms practically wrapped around Greg Lee. He's nowhere near the ball. And, and if we can see that from where we are, the question's got to be asked as why hasn't it been seen, if not by the referee, then, you know, the, the, the linesman. Yeah, it's 10 and yards away, the, isn't it? Yeah, and if not the linesman, fourth official, mm. you know. But we, we can't dwell on it because it's happened now. We're not just going to sit back and, and, and lick our wounds and think, oh, you know, we've been done by a, a poor decision. Ultimately, we've, we've lost the game. So I think it's important now that Stephen and the team do, you know, reflect on it and... and work the way that they need to to bounce back but we, like I say we can't dwell on it because otherwise we'll just uh, I think it'll affect us more than than if we just uh, admit you know it went against us and, and we've got to let it go so yeah massively massively frustrating and disappointing but we've got to move on now I think Anthony was uh, quite diplomatic in his post-match I suppose as club captain you've got to be having your he simply said well the ref will look at that and I think he'll probably be embarrassed when he, when he sees the replay and it's hard to disagree so let's move on to talk about the next games coming up then Matt if we may and, and the run that we're on whichever way we dress it up however unlucky we've been however well we've played we have lost four of the last five in League One five in the last seven in all competitions and that good start to the season it's just starting to evaporate away isn't it and we need to arrest it yeah we do you know we've got crew on Tuesday they're uh, going into that game on the back of a 2-0 win today good, good win for them will give them a lot of confidence going into the game and it's a short turnaround between now and Tuesday isn't it um, so they'll be filled sorry they'll be filled with confidence and, and we'll you know be hurting from, from the loss today so but they're professionals aren't they of course so um, they'll look to bounce back as we know that they can do you know we've tasted defeat and gone on to win the next game this season so why, why can't we uh why, why can't we go on and, and, and win our next couple of games? We just need to get those fine margins sorted out and dealt with and uh, 
like, like I said, you know, we all know the quality that's within this side. So as long as we nip those little problems in the bud, then we'll be in a miles better position, I'm sure. I've just noticed we're still here with pitch side of the key moat and uh, there's obviously the, the, the rugby going on uh, tomorrow. They've just uh, erected the rugby posts uh, away to our left hand side, but perhaps in homage of uh, Doncaster's keeper Pontius Dahlberg, but I'll leave that one with you. Uh, Matt, we're going to see speak to you again on Tuesday. You're going to be back on co-commentary with us. You, you, you're far better than that Ryan Day. <laughs> far better. Uh, probably a lot squeakier as well, but uh, yeah, looking forward to getting back uh, behind the microphone and um, hopefully we can be celebrating a better result. Matt Smith from the Shrinks Media Team. Thank you very much indeed. And thank you for your ears too. You can always tell anybody you know to subscribe, download and share the Shrinks Verdict podcast. It's available on all of your usual podcast providers. And you can ask your smart speaker anywhere you are to download and play the Shrimps Verdict podcast. We will be on 7.30 on 103.5 and 107.5 FM across North Lancashire on Beyond Radio. And also, of course, Shrimps Live via the iFollow Shrimps platform at MorecambeFC.com. We're at the Mournflake Stadium, Gresty Road to me and you. 7.45 kickoff, team news and the build-up from 7.30 and, of course, the whole game live. That's just about it from us. Thanks for listening and we'll speak to you next time. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.